Chapter 16 of The Submarine Boys for the Flag This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Submarine Boys for the Flag by Victor G. Durham. Chapter 16 the duel through the door bang a stateroom door closed just before the two young officers reached it click that told the story of a bolt shot into place you may as well open called jack coolly we have ample force for breaking down that door crack in that confined space the discharge of a pistol sounded almost deafening a line of red shot through the stateroom door the bullet from the weapon whizzed between jack benson and f summers the missile burying itself in wood across the passage crack crack with that desperate fellow the other side of the door shooting through the keyhole it was worse than folly to remain in the line of range yet jack and f retorted coolly with the dignity of officers my man requested lieutenant jack turning to one of the sailors hand me your revolver taking the weapon benson glanced at it a second or two then raised the weapon sighting for the top of the stateroom door bang the shot that jack fired sent a bullet crashing through the door close to the upper framework you see gray jack called coolly we're armed too and in overpowering numbers resistance is worse than foolish bang came the hostile answer this shot was fired through one of the panels of the stateroom door fired at an angle too plainly the shot was intended to hit the young naval lieutenant it passed benson's right side by a margin of barely two inches pass me another revolver whispered benson in the stillness that followed all through the day and evening these seamen though outwardly respectful and wholly well disciplined had cherished a great deal of amusement over their boyish officers now however these bronzed men of the deep beheld benson and summers at work in a manner worthy of any product of annapolis the second revolver was handed to jack i don't want to be in this too muttered ensign f and held back his hand for weapons are you going to surrender gray and open that door demanded lieutenant jack never to you came the ugly defiance bang again gray fired straight in the direction of the voice the bullet crashing through a panel of the door fanned jack's left ear so that he felt the breeze open up on him mr summers directed benson slowly fire high and fire low try to get him somehow two more shots came from the other side of the locked door 
Then, pop, 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 began the fuselage from outside, Jack and F firing with either hand as they sighted their weapons for new spots. Rip! Crash! A long enough bombardment of this sort was certain to reduce the panels to splinters and leave the way clear if they didn't riddle gray with bullets in the meantime pop 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 the air was becoming heavy with the white fog of smoke breathing was somewhat difficult with so many shots being fired in the confined space then both young officers stopped passing back one revolver apiece to be reloaded bang came a defiant shot from inside the stateroom the bullet struck the cabin floor just behind jack having passed between his feet the sailors back where they were comparatively safe from harm looked on in admiration at these two gritful young american officers pop 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 began the fuselage by jack and f again ouch came a sudden yell from the stateroom hit you did we called jack calmly well we're going to riddle you unless you stop that nonsense the answer was another shot from inside the stateroom the bullet clipped off a stray lock of hair at the left side of f summer's head both young officers fired slowly searchingly until their weapons were emptied then they passed the hot smoking revolvers back for new loads from the other side of the stateroom came no sound as soon as he and f had received the reloaded weapons jack motioned f summers not to fire for a few moments they listened then jack turned selecting the two most stalwart looking of the husky sailors back by the companionway a nod of jack's head brought them stealthily to his side put your shoulders to the stateroom door and force it commanded lieutenant benson at the same time jack and f moved up with the sailors holding their revolvers ready to fire at the first sign of renewed hostilities from within bump two pairs of sturdy shoulders went up against the door from within there came no sign of defiance bump at the second determined assault the door flew open step back men we'll go in first commanded lieutenant benson revolvers in hand and ready the two young officers of the sudbury pressed forward into the battered-looking room where is the rascal growled f summers here hiding like a cornered rat replied jack aiming both revolvers at a huddled figure well in under the lower berth come out gray you won't be hurt unless you try tricks on us the answer was a groan are you hurt inquired lieutenant benson yes how badly you hit me twice where once in the left arm and once in the right thigh oh, oh, oh. jack benson felt a slight twinge 
almost a guilty jerk of his conscience to be sure gray had been defying properly appointed officers of the government engaged in performing their sworn task gray had attempted to kill or injure the young officers still gray was a human being benson despite his fighting spirit at need was not fond of gazing upon misery i guess you can get you out with a little aid coaxed lieutenant jack gray's answer was another groan we'll help you out then jack continued but don't you dare to open fire on any of our party i would if i could snarled the wounded man why can't you fired my last cartridge snapped the wrench defiantly else you wouldn't have got in here without losing a few men jack signed to the two men who had forced the door to lend a hand in moving gray out from under the berth as they got the wounded man out on the carpet he presented a sad picture in his blood-stained clothing will the lieutenant pardon a suggestion spoke up one of the sailors saluting yes i have a first-aid package sir with some help i can bind this man's wounds until we get him over to the sick bay on the sudbury a fine idea agreed lieutenant jack go ahead first of all the wounded prisoner was taken out into the passageway jack and eph had yet important work to do here for a few minutes they searched in vain then in turning over the lower berth's mattress eph's hand touched something hard wait until i get my pocket-knife out he smiled Rip! as ensign eph tore open the mattress and thrust his hands inside the grin on his face broadened i reckon we've got the object of the whole expedition he announced he drew out a package wrapped in heavy paper jack broke the string unwrapping and pulling out to the light a bundle of charts layer upon layer yes here we have what we're after nodded lieutenant benson and here are two books written chock full of notes to go with the charts gracious that fellow millard must have stolen plans of every important fortified harbor on the atlantic coast and here are charts of some of the gulf ports as well gray his wounds bound had been laid on the door of the stateroom which had been taken from its hinges on this stretcher the prisoner was taken over the side into the launch who's going to pay for the damage done here sir asked the skipper of the cobtown schooner stepping forward hmm muttered jack it seems to me you are lucky my man that we don't put a prize crew aboard this craft and take you back to norfolk i haven't done anything protested the fellow except to stand for a lot of damage on board because you're backed by sailors and marines my man retorted jack grimly if you think you have suffered any unfair damage then lay your case before the navy department 
but my private advice is for you not to attract the attention of the authorities to you in case they seem likely to overlook you is my vessel at liberty to proceed inquired the man sullenly yes i have no orders to seize your craft i'd like to however lieutenant jack benson added dryly End of chapter 16